Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. episode of the getting high wish show baby yes dude it's so good to be here i feel like we've been off but uh it was just a halloween so we didn't do it but we back baby it's always great to hear kentron on the keys tickling them ebony's and ivories how you feeling kentron i'm feeling all right oh okay well let's make that so you can feel better dude because we're gonna feel better on the show uh thank you for pulling up again and of course dude we got another amazing person on the show today uh this has been one in the we've been working on this for a while with scheduling and different platforms you know i'm all over the place working on things but i first encountered this guy maybe like a decade ago uh to get some edibles or something from our uh good friend r.i.p mickey martin who you know we spoke about on previous shows with the tainted edibles uh, but like recently he's been all over the place just uh, uh he got uh, a website drops news about everything uh, uh politics culture growing just whatever needs to be known about the space with his uh brother he's half of the beard bros he's an activist he's an advocate he's in multiple states he's got products he's he's an entrepreneur a gondrepreneur entrepreneur i think i like entrepreneur gondrepreneur entrepreneur entrepreneur and he uh also is um you're speaking you speak you, I, you speak. We have been speaking at events. People have been asking us to yeah. speak as well. Listen, uh, it's it's the man. Uh, Bill Levers, baby. Bill Levers in the building. Hi. Hello. I, uh, it's, it's good to finally be on with you. We have known each other for a long time It's now. been a while. I've been thinking about it. And I've known you for a minute. Uh, and just seeing you navigate through this industry the way we all are because it's super unpredictable. And, uh, you know, the first time I met you, you were trapping edibles out of your trapping. I, I guess I was trapping. Yeah. I mean, you were like selling the edibles. You were like, uh, uh, Mickey what was Mar- we were, we were the, the compassion but, edible sales reps in Los Angeles. You were a sales rep, but like back then yeah. it was like, you know, we were just selling it. It wasn't yeah. like all metric and compliance. And it was just like, Hey, that's right. We were slinging baklava and the two fifteen days. Two fifteen days. The good days. The good old days. Really, the good old days. What happened? <sighs> Regulation over taxation. <laughs> <laughs> it got real bad. You know, we had a great little system going, didn't we? And then the government had to step in, and and they wanted a piece of it and fucked it all up. Yeah, and like everyone was confused. I feel like people didn't know what like legalization meant or like what the words were for uh when people were voting for it because there was a lot of propositions there were a lot of senate bills there look we're gonna get a little like we're, like, we're gonna talk about some some like like some, we're gonna get real real nerdy with this with this fucking show real quick because bill's out here involved with like everything so i'm I'm gonna touch base a little bit and we're gonna learn about bill too because i want to know where you came from but i'm just doing a little backstory with this meeting meeting of us no it did uh it 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 
is a wild way that everything came about, right? We had a nice little system here. Uh, the reason I feel it went down it, it, the way it did in Prop 64, most people in the industry were not for it. We knew that it was overly restrictive and it was overly taxed. Um, and this whole distribution, I mean, think about it. They never had a distribution level. So they inserted an entire level of, of regulation and compliance in between anything that was ever there before. Um, and it just really made a mess out of things. I know, they fucked me because they were coming out like, oh, no cartoon images because it attracts children. And, you know, my logo is considered cartoonish. And now you look at packaging and it's all anime cartoons. You're like favorite characters. There's porn now in the yep. packaging. I showed you in the shots yep. in Apothecary. Like, what? It's What happened? Well, they also weren't supposed to let anybody white label. Remember that? Remember, you're supposed to have a license. Yeah. So that's why a lot of people are trying to get licenses. Um... It just, they, they, they took something that was functioning. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. Let's be real. Um, it's just a couple people, they're like, we got to make... things, local control. Allowing different cities to say yes or no to cannabis when the whole state said yes. That just makes a mess out of things. Yeah, like micromanaging bullshit. And certain counties allow it and certain counties don't. And you're like, what the hell? It's just, it's just crazy. It is. It's, it's all about the almighty dollar. That's what the whole distribution part was put in there for. They could tax every gram. They just want all the dollars. What? So let's go back a little bit. Let's go back. I want to go back to uh, how you got into it, dude, because I know you're not from here. I met you in L.A., mm -hmm. but I saw a little story. You're from Florida and Pennsylvania. How is that? How is that? So grew up in Pennsylvania, was there until I was about 17. Uh, the entire family moved down to Florida. Um, that was where I started growing on, on more than just let's put some seeds out one summer and see what happens as a kid. Um, so by 1990 in Florida, uh, a friend of mine and his dad, we were building hydroponic systems, um, spare bedrooms, um, cultivating back then. You had to order seeds from overseas or you had to know somebody. Uh, back in the early 90s, it was... You didn't have clothes and shit. It was like grow from seed. Almost everything was from seed. Now, what you would do is you would get a couple of seeds, and then you would have to clone from the moms, but you weren't buying clones. Right. LA, LA was a wonderland when I got here where you could just buy clones. That was fantastic. Yeah, I remember uh, when the shops were allowing, like, selling clones, and yeah. it's like, oh, start yeah. your own shit. What the fuck? Why not? Yeah. So I started growing a long time ago with a friend of mine and his dad, and uh, his passion was plants, and I've always had jobs around plants, whether it was interior plants on a commercial level like malls and um, and, and hotels or whether it was having my own landscape company. So you're a, you were a botanist. I like plants a lot. You were and like, was, where did that come from? Were you always in the plants growing up? Were you like playing in the dirt and like watering flowers and getting? You know, I was where I grew up at was it was a very small town in central Pennsylvania and like four So you're from central. Uh, you were born in Pennsylvania yes. and then moved to Florida at a young age. Yeah, 17, 18, moved to Florida. Okay, so like your adulthood was in Florida. Right. Your childhood was in Pennsylvania. Okay, yeah. you and your brother. Yep, me and my brother. He's okay, so you're in Pennsylvania. You're chilling. You're playing in the dirt, growing yeah. flowers, yeah. and you just. One of my, well, one of my first jobs, my dad's friend owned a greenhouse. And so. How I, old are you at this first job? 15 years old. Okay. Just got a driver's permit. Back then, you could drive at 15. Okay, by yourself. Yep. And so uh, he had a, a greenhouse in New Jersey. I would drive over there and I would work after school and on the summers in the greenhouse. Um, and it was just, just a neat job. I just enjoyed plants. Just learning. Yeah. Just Christmas here. cactuses and Easter lilies and petunias you know annual plants just regular greenhouse plants 
And you got like into you're like, oh, this is yeah. fun. Well, it was cool because it'd be snowing outside and you'd walk into a 72 degree greenhouse. Oh, nice. So like it's you know you're driving through snow and almost dying on the way there, and then you you get to your job and you're just in this beautiful it's warm and life yeah. and just fragrant. And you're just so. out here learning, and, and and you can identify plants. Like we could go on like a hike, and you'd be like, "Oh, that's a da da da. That's a da da da." I could. I would. What I could identify most would be like Florida landscape plants that people okay. have in their yards. Um, as far as native botany, I'm 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 patchy at best, iffy at best. Okay. But I wouldn't like, be suggesting you eat anything from the wild. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh yeah, I know that. That's good. You're I fine. I would not be doing that. So when you first smoked weed, was that Pennsylvania or Florida? Uh, Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Um, I was 13 years old. My friend's brother was in college, and we stole some of his weed and drank some old granddad one night at like 13. So you, you found, and how'd you smoke it? How'd you uh, know what it was at 13? I, he, I guess he knew from his brother. Okay. Uh, you know, just had a, I, I didn't know. It was just a bag of something we smoked. Hell, could have You're been like, he's like, hit this shit. Right. Was it like a, a bong? Um, I don't remember. You know, I don't remember if we rolled I, a pipe, I, a joint. I think we probably smoked out of a pipe. I don't think it was a joint. I don't really don't remember to be honest with you. I remember the place, but I don't remember how we smoked. Do you, did you get high? Do you remember? Did you like it, or were you like, what the fuck? You know, I don't. I don't remember specifically. What, what about high. your first time when you enjoyed getting high? Like you're like, oh yeah, this is it. Was it? It would be probably start we, probably about fourteen. Okay. And skateboarding. Okay. And running around with friends and, and and actually smoking to get high rather than the first few times. Just doing it to be cool. Yeah. Why were you smoking weed? Were you a good student, Bill? How were you in um, school? I was a good student, but I didn't have the best grades because I didn't do homework. So I would ace the tests, but not do the homework. Why not? Uh, I don't know. I just didn't like homework. When you got home, what did you just go play with the... Doing stuff. <laughs> go. Well, when, well, when I grew up, I'm, a, I'm pretty old now, so... You guys were in the we, playground. We, you were out in the streets. We were on the street, you know, and like... Kicking... When it started getting dark, and we, you went home. Like, come home when yeah. the street lights come on. Yeah, that's it. And so. you still didn't do your homework. And I still didn't you do You just watch TV. Yeah, I watch, yeah, probably was watching TV. <laughs> watch TV. <laughs> so, here you are. You pay it. You're a good... They know you're smart because you ace the test. You got, like, common sense, but you're not doing your homework. Were you... Just I end up with like C pluses, B minuses. Did it say I, like that your comments be like he's lazy or he should have more pay, have more drive? Yes. He, he needs to be focused more. Probably more focused, which is probably what draw what drew me to to cannabis. Really. I got talks too much. They're like, yeah, he's great, but talks too much. <laughs> Fucking had to kick him out of my class fifteen times because he was annoying. I can see that. One. But <laughs> look, what, look what it's done for today. Look, look at what you're at today. What, so what was little Bill trying? To, little, okay. little Bill was that. Bill, little Bill was the kid that like at church was asking the the. the you the, went to the, church the, every Sunday. My mom was yeah went to church till I was eighteen. What? Every Sunday. Were you like an altar boy? Very religious. I actually I that was an alcolite. I lit the candles. What? And sang in the choir. So you, you got lit and you the, were fucking playing with plants. Yeah. Huh? Damn. It was, so it's it a was natural destined. progression. It was destined. To yeah. Be. Uh, but then my mom's my mom's religious, so every every Sunday until then. And uh, but I was a kid that was questioning. I'm like, you know, is religion really just created to control the masses? <laughs> I wasn't. How a do good you feel, Christian? I mean, I feel like at the time it was, the, you know, the time that came out. That, yeah, it was a it was a way for for the for the top people to control everybody else. You know, you had to do these things. You go to hell. It's a very very good way to scare but somebody fear to the people what you to want. control them. Yeah, so. so you feel like. Religion was created to control the mass population because... I think that's part of it. I don't think it was created just for that. Are you into conspiracies? Uh, I'm not super into them. I hate calling them conspiracies. Are you into, like, theories? I mean, yeah, I like alternate. I like alternate theories other than what we're taught. Is there anything that, like, you're like, yeah, that's that's for real. They're lying to us. Like, 
like other exist like other beings that live among us there's definitely i feel there's definitely other life forms in this universe it's too big and it's too diverse to not be uh whether they're contacting us or not is another question i i kind of like that, that so within that. Out, out there there are but what about like on here on where we live in this planet or this dimension do you feel like they might be among us and we just don't know it yeah, you got you know you got the anunnaki that came around i mean there's a lot of that the ogs uh, you know there was a big leap from ape to man so maybe maybe there was some alien life that uh that changed things from when we were we were just apes i think like you know how they say we only use like 10 percent of our brain right i feel like if we were able to tap into more of our power of our whatever this muscle is this this electric force in our skull that we can probably see a lot more that's among us that we are not allowed to because we are capped with our with what they want us to do and that's why they feed us all this controlling food the food situation is bad you but take I, a loose, I, you, I, mushrooms acid I do, I do. do you ever like you know see things a little bit more clearly or see things that you're like yo this feels more real than what i really see uh, i haven't been so much into the uh the, the macro doses, more micro dosing. I did a lot of macro doses younger in the, in the right. You in just the like 80s, to, you early, like... late eighties, early nineties. A lot of macro doses. I feel um, it, but I, I do feel that the uh, the psychedelics now and and I, I feel that there's a lingering effect. So I feel like some people who haven't used them need the macro doses. But then once your body gets it in there and starts working with it, you can just get into the micro doses. It just adds a feel. sparkle to your life. It's all feel though, right? Like honestly, I was there was years there where I was eating micro doses every day, and now I I might go a couple weeks. I don't even eat one. I might not even think about it. And I go, you know what? I'd like a microdose, and then I have one. So I really feel like it's self-regulated. What's a micro to you, though? Uh, about it depends on the on the strain of mushroom. Uh, anywhere from like 0.1 to 0.25. Okay, that's micro. Yeah. 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 You don't really feel it. You just feel better. Yeah. You know, you're not, I'm not trying I, to see any tracers or anything. That's what I, I say. It just adds a little sparkle yeah, to your exactly. life. Like you just feel good. You're just chilling with the clouds. Yeah. You're like, yeah, everything's cool and floaty yeah. and airy and. But um, you know the uh, it's crazy. I've been to some dead shows the last couple years and and did some macros. That was fun. The <laughs> mushrooms fun. now are crazy though. They're packaged and there's branded and they have like different varieties. I remember, you know, in the late 1900s, early thousands, there was just like whatever you get, gold caps or whatever. Now there's like albino penis envies and <laughs> and they're even doing testing for it now. Uh, people oh. like Oakland Hypey are doing testing and doing cups. They are literally having. Uh, how do you judge mushroom mushrooms? Cups. Like, uh, d depending on the chemical properties. The taste, the, 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 the like, I'm, I'm how it looks, the, the no. effect. Well, like, how do you I judge think that, well, the effect, the effect mostly. <laughs> like, how do you? And what, do you, what if they give you like fifteen different varieties? Well, how long well, do you well, have to try it? Like, it's, <laughs> it's like, all right, just here. You got seven days. Here's fifteen it's fucking like, strains. Good twice luck. A day. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? Uh, I don't know if it's that kind of a contest. I think it's more of a chemical contest. In other words, they have it scientifically analyzed but oakland hyphy we'll have to give a shout out my, my people over at oakland hyphy we'll see i'll ask him i'll find out i gotta I, yeah please i would love to have him i want to yeah. see how you judge mushrooms yeah. like how many do how many enter and how long do you have to test to that test sounds small. nuts yeah that it's, sounds it's nuts, a whole dude. new world but yeah if you would have said you know the, you know I, I was following the grateful dead around early 90s um and there was mushroom chocolates and there was like mushroom food yeah but it was all but like homemade was no, shit yeah, it wasn't like was packaged nothing, in nice yeah. mylar bags with branded and like oh here we go and nothing it tells like you that. dosages and what no it was just like here's some saran wrapped fucking mushrooms from a kitchen you have no idea don't know some where they came dirty from. fingernails now, growing up in florida we would actually just go get them as well they grew wild in Florida. What? Yeah, farmers chase out. They like cow shit? Yeah, cow shit. Cow and goes. you would just go yeah. in the cow shit and pick them. out mushrooms? Yeah. Yeah. 
And you'd eat them or sell them? Uh, I, you know, a couple it's times been like, we did it's, that. It's been 30 years. You're I, good. You can talk I about it. Say, uh, I never picked enough to, to sell them. Okay. We would eat them. It was just for the homies. Yeah, it was fun. How did it feel eating mushrooms out of shit? Uh, by the time you freeze dried them, you know, you were good. <laughs> It took a day or two it's to like, freeze dry. I sourced these. I saw where they I came from. From a came from. fucking pile of dung, and I'm gonna shit. put these in my mouth. You gotta do what you gotta do to get high back in the day, right? <laughs> Imagine like what the first people did on this well, planet, trying I mean, to just eat and smoke every I mean, plant. That's Terrence McKenna's theory. That's how we. Be, that's how we evolved. As the apes came down, they they followed the cattle out in the plains, and they started eating mushrooms. And that's how our conscience, that's Terrence McKenna's, uh, loosely, I'm not an expert on it, but loosely as we humans develop consciousness from apes eating mushrooms over, obviously, a long period of time. And that's how we evolved. That's how, to we, be... that's how we evolved, according to Terrence McKenna, that we evolved from apes through psychedelics. Through now, psilocybin. Now, if you can even take it further, people, some people say the aliens put the psilocybin. The, the psilocybin here because it has all the codes that we need. To unlock what we need to advance in the go. society. So, you get deep down that rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, I mean, listen, I feel like, you know, some of these other species are among us right now in disguise. And, you know, they're some of our leaders. And that's why they kind of control what we are doing and where we're going in this world. That certainly wouldn't surprise me. What is the one theory? We were all put here to actually just mine all the ore out of it. Yeah, we bring it. We all were, we're genetically modified from, uh, you know, apes or something to actually be able to, you know, mine all the gold and the yeah. minerals for. Put it all on the surface, they just come yeah. back and get it. Yeah, and that's like the whole Anunnaki and the whole uh, Samirians and all that. Yeah. The first people and. Again, I'm no expert, but that's, that's yeah. my gathering of it. Yeah. No, it's it's just crazy just how people have these theories and, you know, other people come out and claim things and you're like, oh, they're just crazy. But now with the technology we have and the instant research we can do, it's just like, yo. You know, I kind of I kind of view religion like this. I, I view it like there, obviously there's there's many complex forces and things that work in this universe. And you can almost just throw any religion into like they started it. Like the Big Bang's all science. Well, God started it, right? So you can really just jump your deity right to the front of the line, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and religion is just like crazy because it's like you say, we are people believe it and follow it, and it causes so much conflict in the world because of people's strong beliefs in something that we don't even know exists, no. which is crazy. If we could all just believe in a higher power, everyone should just get higher. And smoke weed. That's the higher power. Is cannabis. It was put here for us to just be chill and calm amongst all the chaos, and not no no one wants to consume it. But Bill found out at 13 what it was and pursued it, and I was getting paid to smoke it and write about it and be at events. And did you ever think you were gonna like your life was gonna be out here on the forefront of the cannabis like news and culture? No, no, not at all. I mean, what did you do before so, weed? Well, before I had a I had a landscape company okay. for about a decade. It goes with your whole plants, fucking plants for and plants. So, yeah. So you were like like tending to the yards, or were yeah, you like? I had, I had customers, and I would do landscape installs. You go I would to also like, do maintenance. I had a couple crews at one point where we would go out and cut anywhere from. And landscaping is you would create yards for yes. them, and you would like draw them out and be like, put these trees here, this plant here, this is where your yes. grass is. Yes. And, and then and maintenance. Maintenance is gardening, the grass, like cutting the grass. Yeah, yeah. coming, mowing, trimming, all that shit. Yeah, so I did that uh, for about from the time I was uh, about eighteen to thirty-two, so about 
14, 15 years. Damn. Landscaping. Can I give you a business idea right now? I think you sure. would be able to kill it. And I'm going to put it out there publicly because I think it's needed and someone should come up with this if they haven't yet. Maintenance, gardening, people come and take care of your yard. Why hasn't anyone started a business? You know where I'm going with this? Where you grow weed in your house, you're legally allowed to grow up to six plants, whatever, outdoor, indoor, but there's this company that comes and, ma and does maintenance for you and they water it, adjust the res, whatever you need, the pH levels, the lights, you know, you they can guide you, help you out, but they come like once a week or every other, whatever the schedule is and help you grow cannabis we, if you don't know how. We've been pitched on a few things like that. The issue is, Cannabis getting robbed. Well, be, well, that's, that's yeah, getting robbed. <laughs> we not get to. Um, but cannabis just requires more than uh, more more than like a weekly or even a bi-weekly visit, like a lawn would. So the issue is getting the automation to the point where it's kind of dummy proof. So that's where. Well, they have those like set it and forget it. We do, but you know they're not. You, you, but I think like no it, cannabis plant grows the same ever, even in the same environment. Like if if I were, which I have no green thumb, but if I were to have like some couple plants outdoors right i would know like the basics like, yo water it at this time give it this da, 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 da. Right. and we'll come like every whatever two times a week and just make sure everything's correct yeah. like i would do the basics yeah. because of course anyone who's growing cannabis probably gonna want to be involved with it because yeah. it's a whole hobby it's like stress relief it's a great feeling to consume something that you grew yourself right. if it's vegetables if it's uh uh farming or motherfucking weed dude back in the day we had the phototron the tiny one i remember that yeah, yeah i had them in one of my dispensaries a couple fluorescent lights or something yeah it was like a little like uh you put a one plant in and it was in this yeah. like cylindered light thing you just <laughs> they sold them they sold them in high times back in the day what um, but no, I honestly, uh, I never thought I'd live in LA, although I have family out here. So I always had, in, in retrospect, there was always like a deja vu when I would be out here visiting a family and going to Disneyland or Universal Studios. You're like, this is like, where I belong. Hollywood always had an allure to me. I mean, growing up, of course, in the 80s with, you know, Fast Times at Richmond High and Valley Girl. Right. All, all the culture coming from literally where I live now, which is a trip. So The Valley? I, yeah, the Valley. Karate, Say karate it backwards. Kid. Yeah, there you I, go. I tell people, like, the Valley is, is iconic. Motherfuckers be clowning. Like, yo, every movie, song, I, like, I love the valley. TV show. It's, I love the Valley. Yeah, it's great. Me too. Uh, and that's yeah. great coming from East Coast. Thank yeah. you. And, uh, well, you know, we, we watched uh, we watched to <laughs> make fun of it on, um, on uh, like, Entourage and shit. Oh, the valley. It's like hotter than the surface of yeah, the yeah. sun. I'm yeah, not yeah. Listen, um, I'd rather be hot than cold, though. Are you? Would you well, rather be hot in the valley or that, cold in Pennsylvania? That was, well, that was the whole point of the move. My dad always wanted to be warmer. So that's <laughs> why he was always putting in for a transfer to Florida. And we got it. Hell but, yeah. Um, no, I'm grateful. There's, there's times. I mean, even as far back as when I was delivering edibles and, and flour down to Oswego for, for Mickey Martin, I would drive home and I'd be driving back through Hollywood and I would have to pinch myself. I'm yeah. like driving past the Chinese theater on my way home. You know, it's, it's, I it's met wild. you outside the Cali connection offices though. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. When I was, when I was Drop, selling seeds, dropping off a big fat edible box. Mickey, Mickey was the first one who completely understood. You got to just, you got to get the product out. You give it. You just give it away. Yeah. And, and then he understood marketing. And he was a pioneer troll. Total. A total. Man, if he, he was would, around today. Bro, he'd be killing it. It wouldn't be. levels. It's like saying, have. it's like saying if Tupac was still alive, the music industry would be different. If Mickey Mick, Martin was still alive, the troll cannabis he, community would be completely different. He was killing it in 14. He was killing it on <laughs> Facebook, dude. On, on Facebook <laughs> in 14. <laughs> Shit, even earlier R.I.P., dude. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, you know. Did a lot of shit for the culture, 
a lot of shit for legalization. He had some foundations. Yeah. He yeah. was, I mean, that's the first, he brought us together. Yeah. So Parents for Pot. Yeah. He literally started Parents for Pot. Got yeah. Would buy, matter of fact, through Mickey, we donated money that bought Corvain Cooper's kids presents while they were, while he was in jail. That was one of the things Mickey did. He would find a, a nonviolent cannabis prisoner, find out what their kids wanted for Christmas, and he would raise money yeah. and buy them those presents. That was what his charity was, getting yep. uh, kids uh, taken care of whose parents were taken into jail for growing or whatever cannabis yep. charge. Nonviolent, just, if it was only cannabis, which was a great, a great cause. And uh, we did a couple things for him as well, but uh, so, so Pennsylvania, what, did you play any sports in school? I mean, I you did. and your brother are like bigger dudes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, football? I, surprisingly, not football. Uh, baseball. baseball. Baseball at a young age. Uh, soccer throughout high school. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You still run or play any sports? Uh, I don't I don't run enough, but no, not not much sports anymore. Um, hiking. Oh. My son, and I go out and go hiking. When was the last time you kicked the soccer ball? I could still kick a ball. Now, how long could, when, I, when, how long when, could I run would be the question. When was the last time you kicked a soccer ball? When was the last time I kicked a soccer or ball? Or like when, like just kick the soccer been, ball? It's been a few years since I was kicking Bro, a ball. Listen, listen you, get your, you get your son a soccer ball for Christmas. Yeah. And the next time you hike, you just find you a little spot. Just kick the ball yeah. around, bro. But I like it. Um, but uh, we my brother's into basketball. You play basketball too? Yeah. yeah. What's, what's, what do you like more, soccer or basketball? Uh, playing, I'd rather play soccer. Watching basketball's got a little more action. Yeah. I mean, soccer's good to watch, too, if you yeah, understand the sport. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and there's good players, and it's yeah. not like <laughs> bullshit. Well, uh, soccer's big here, too. I see them playing when I drive by the uh, the fields over there on Balboa. Well, you know, we're 42 originals out here. You already know we uh, uh, LAFC, dude. Where the weed at? Where the weed at? It's crazy. I, uh, I need to go to a game still. I haven't gone. Have you been to a soccer game no, out here yet? Let's go. Let's go. I see. Uh, who do I see there? I see uh, a lot of the like weed people go now. They smoke weed in the fucking. Like, I don't know how much I could say. Chavo. 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 And yeah. Real and them. I yeah. See there. They be there all we the time. We need to go with them. He's there all the time. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we'll go, dude. We'll make it happen. It's down. Okay, so you're in Pennsylvania. You're chilling out. In, uh, you know, playing sports in high school. Yeah. And then you said your dad got a job in Florida and you guys all moved to Florida. All moved to Florida. What was in Florida? Uh, he worked for AT&T and uh, they had an opportunity down in Florida in Jacksonville, so he took it. He said, so fuck it, let's get out the snow. He, he'd always wanted to. We had always vacationed. Uh, they honeymooned in Florida and then we would go to Florida every year for a week or two for vacation as a family. So he had always wanted to get to Florida. We would vacation in Daytona. He ended up with a job offer in Jacksonville, so we were there in 1988. We ended up in Jacksonville. And were you like uh, happy for the move, or were you upset? I was not happy because that's like at a prime time. You was, said you're actually, like. Actually, I started my senior year in Pennsylvania, and then had to finish it in Florida. So like that's crazy because you built all the yeah. friendships yeah. through, and then you just brand new yep. people like prom and everything yep. was just irrelevant. Yep. It was. Did it you was. do prom? You know what I do? I actually go to the reunion from the first school. I don't go to the reunion of the school I actually graduated. What? Yeah, well, I mean, I only spent, you know, half the year there. So my yeah. friends were at the place in Pennsylvania. School. But so you didn't to... have, like, you know, I IG back then. I still have friends then. from them. But what I'm saying is you didn't have, like, IG. No. There wasn't the internet where you could no. keep in touch. You had to, like, right. pen pal right. or call each a, other. You know, there's a Facebook account for every, uh, now there's for a Facebook, every yeah. reunion there is, yes. Yeah. Every school has their own Facebook I haven't account. gone to my high school yeah. reunions. I hit, uh, we hit, let me see, I did my, oh, Lord, 30. 
30, 30th was was the last. And day. you went? Do you go? I think I went to the twenty fifth. I mean, I'm the like, 30th. why? Like, if I want to see what everyone's up to, I'll just fucking go on their Facebook Go and check see. Them I don't out. need to go yeah. hang out with these fuckers. Um, I, didn't, I didn't have that much of a good. <laughs> no, I did go. And I, see, I would go because I moved from there. Okay. So for me, it's like, it's like a whole people yeah. that a I whole didn't get to see yeah. as much. Right? Actually, it's like right down the yeah, street. I'm like, fuck these fools. Yeah, yeah. But, if um, I watch it, they, they manage a bar right down the street. I'll just go see them while they work and get a fucking beer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so middle of high school, boom, right. Florida. You're like, what the fuck is this yeah. shit? And is the weed better in Florida? How'd... The weed was better because it was further south. So in Pennsylvania, it was literally brick weed unless you knew somebody whose parents grew it, right? You were, you were smoking brick weed because that's all that moved around in the mid-80s, late-80s. Um, you, if you knew somebody local, you had something that was fluffy. Um, Florida was cheaper, uh, fresher, and there was more of that homegrown. So um, I was happy to move there, and that's you know that was <laughs> that, that part was great. Did you start growing weed in Pennsylvania, or <laughs> we grew a little bit in Pennsylvania? It wasn't it wasn't any type of commercial. It was just putting some plants out uh, on the edge of fields and see if they could make it through the summer. Um, it wasn't anything you were tending. It was just more like hoping. Yeah, it's it wild. Go. But when I moved to Florida, uh, my friend Johnny and his dad. Uh, who, ironically, I was in plants in Pennsylvania, moved there, met them. He yeah, you were doing the greenhouse work. So I was like, motherfucker, do you have any plants in there or what? No, I should have that. That would have been fun. Um, but so, but Jack did uh, interior plants. So I started working with him, and he was teaching me about interior plants. And um, we decided to grow pot, and we started building hydroponic systems out of a four-inch PVC using red Solo cups holding rock wool. And we would... The plants would grow, but literally we'd have the tech. The tech was what's brought was was the red cup tech, yeah. Um, and so we solo cups and PVC pipes, yeah. And we'd have uh, rock wool, <laughs> cut the bottoms out, let the roots grow in the pipe. It was basically an old NFT. And they were just system. like, and you, were, it's like deep water culture. Is yeah, that well, what we're talking uh, about? NFT, uh, nutrient flow. So you would basically just a small amount of water flowing past them through the pipe. So you build the pipe in a grid. You put one side higher so the water flows in. Throws through, flows through the grid, past the cups, into a catch tank, and, and then, then you just pump the catch tank back up to a, what we call it, it, a drop tank, and then it would gravity feed back through the pipes again. So you don't you don't uh, uh, drain the waste, you just recycle yeah. that shit. Yeah, totally recycle, no drain to waste. No drain yeah, to waste. Straight recycle back then. And when we started, it was early 90s, the, you know, the, the hydroponic shops were selling tomato fertilizers back then, and you were buying a, like a white powder for veg and a blue powder for bloom, and you had to research organic few nutrients to add in if you wanted to um we were, uh, where we, how did you research it way back in the fucking archaic days you had, to, you had to read books <laughs> you had to read books ironically I, you know i just saw over the weekend was robert clark and i read his books to learn how to uh grow pot he started publishing in 77 but his, his oh gee yeah the big book he put out was in 81 marijuana botany and uh then revised it i think in the late 80s but yeah, saw him this weekend, so it's really cool to see a guy that, must have that been wrote a, a book that you read 30-some years ago. To grow weed. To grow weed, yeah. At an event. What, but, were, um, what was he? What were you guys doing there? Uh, it was it was an event, a future cannabis project. Did an event this weekend. Okay. They do a little Sunday sesh once a month. Ooh, I miss and, the uh, Sunday sesh. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? The Sunday sesh. Uh, we'll get to that one. That's in the L.A. history. We're still in, oh, we're oh, yeah, still yeah. in the we'll Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll get there right history. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still in the Florida. So, so Florida, we're growing, and uh, and somebody ratted us out, right? So the cops come, and they arrested uh, my dad's, my buddy's, my friend Johnny's dad. 
and Johnny's dad didn't narc on us, and uh, we we did not get arrested. So was this him. on the grow? This was on the grow. Yeah. Where was it at? We had a we had a spare bedroom at Johnny's house. Oh, uh, in what? Jacksonville, Do you guys Florida. know who it was? We don't know who it was that narked us out. Now the cops just showed up, and there was a fucking hydroponic system in one of the bedrooms. Yeah, and <laughs> Florida was like, fuck you. Uh, well, yeah, what was 1990 or 91? So, okay, yeah. so it was serious back then. Yeah. Uh, Jack was a 65 year old Korean War veteran who told them he was growing it for himself for his arthritis. And he amazingly got two years probation, and that's it. The judge just looked at him and said, I'm not putting you in jail. This would be crazy. Um, we got and calls from the neighbors. You, didn't say anything he about got, you guys no, helping or no. growing this. He's a, he was an OG. He was like, this is mine. He didn't say nothing. So, so here's These what we boys did. got a whole life ahead of them. <laughs> Let me take yeah, it. Well, and, but Jack, was he, was he was a great guy. He was like, a, he was like my grandfather's died when I was young, so he's kind of like my grandfather. Okay. And so what we did is we turned around, and because they then had to leave the house they were renting, um, I took a credit card I had, and I got a single-wide trailer for us to live in and another trailer to build another grow room in, and we kept growing. So, so you we, were like, I, I ain't stopping. No, moved out to the woods, the woods okay. in Florida, and, and started growing out of trailers. And, of course, Florida's hot. So, you know, it's it's a, it's a tough environment to grow in indoors when it's 100, you know, 100 degrees outside, out. right? 100% humidity. Well, there's the outside, the humidity you really is can't grow outside. It'll get mold. Mold. It's very hard to grow in Florida without getting mold. It's just Please, I've seen weed covered in mold and PM and motherfuckers trying to push it like no, it's crystals. No, no, no. <laughs> no, none of that. But um so we would um we would we would uh what we grew, we would take back up to Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania connection came in. Because it was oh, it was worth more money. Oh yeah, so yeah. We no. started working economic angles on it, but um, the logistics. But, yeah. So, but um, but Jack taught me how to grow. He was uh, he was a uh, very into plants in general, and then um, of course with the cannabis, it was just it was, we were all learning at the same time. So I mean, we would, you know, we would we were going to Orlando to buy supplies, even though we lived in Jacksonville because we didn't want to get followed back to the house or you know, anything. How like far that. is that drive? Uh, about an hour, hour and a half. Okay, so like too. 60 miles yeah, out. Yeah, we were going a ways. Okay. So, yeah, like, that's just how you did it back then. You wouldn't, you you know, want even any... if there was a shop near your house, you would never go there and drive home. Right, because you don't want the employees <laughs> knowing, you don't want any motherfuckers like, oh, these fools are growing, yeah, follow yeah. them. I mean, back then on the East Coast, you didn't even tell, you didn't even tell you're not, you know, you're not close family. You just say, I know a guy. You never told anybody you right. grew weed. I just knew where to get some, right? So you never, you never told anybody you actually grew but never snitch on yourself no interesting yeah. thing though florida uh from what i understand florida is probably about the number two state of indoor grows behind california uh it always has been there's been a lot of grows in florida primarily because it's worse so much there and it's easier a lot of times easier to grow it than try to ship it back and forth or or possibly get robbed while you're shipping stuff back and forth you know that doesn't always go well yeah Florida's always had a lot of grows. So you just had this, like, it was always, once you smoked weed, you were just like, this is part of my life now. I love plants. This one is a plant that I love to smoke and grow. And you're in Florida. You graduated. You went to college? I I, I went to college for a little bit, but I uh, wasn't a college guy. You're like, I'm growing weed and making money. Fuck this education. Yeah. And I was cutting grass. So it was a little, all the above. And of course, in Florida, there's there's a lot of weed that goes through there. So there was there was quite a few pounds involved that I didn't grow that were, that were moving around as well. Yeah, you're just out here. And then, so what made you come to California? I know you had the pre-story destiny. Like, this is where I feel like I'm home. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood, L.A., this is yeah. it. So, I, uh, so it, what, what really, the weed. what really had, what really, had, what really got me and my brother out here was honestly the economy in 2008 took a shit yes. and in Florida, it was especially bad. Um, and my brother and I were like, you know, it's, everything's bad. This is a really good time. Let's make a change. What do we want to do? We want to, let's go see if we can grow 
commercially. You know, we've done it, you know, clandestinely on the East Coast. Let's move west where we can do it, you know, legal, quasi-legal at the time. Uh, so we actually landed um, in Denver for a year. We were actually outside of Boulder in a place called Nederland. Uh, we landed there because it was the first city in the country that we knew of that just legalized it for people 18 and up. Even though the county didn't recognize that and the state didn't recognize that, this town said if you're 18 and up, you can go to the dispensaries and buy pot. In Netherland. Netherland. N-E-D-E-R-L-A-N-D. Yeah. yeah, like Netherlands, yeah. but Netherland. But Netherland. Okay. So we spent about a year there. Uh, they changed the laws so that we were we were growing and we were able to take it to dispensaries and sell it as a caregiver. Did you drive your trailers out there or did you guys you well, sell the trailer? Interesting story to that, too. Uh, we actually, <laughs> I was just telling somebody a story the other day. It was almost like, you know how the Vikings ended up? They, they would, or, or somebody would sail somewhere and they'd burn the boat so nobody could go back. Mm. Uh, when we drove to Colorado, we did it in one car with a trailer with all of our possessions in it. And the intent was when we found a place to live, we were going to sell that trailer because we really didn't have the money for it. We needed the money back. And so that was, to us, that was the same as burning the ships. You know what I mean? Getting somewhere and burning the ship. So we sold the trailer. You know, so we ended up uh, with you know, the one you grew all the weed in. No, 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 not, it wasn't a tow along trailer. Those, okay. those trailers were long gone. Okay, okay. Those trailers were long gone, but just a tow behind trailer. So literally, my brother came out here. We, one vehicle, one trailer, ended up in Colorado. Uh, He's like, fuck driving through the Rockies. We stop it right here. Well, we, we actually had gone out there and, and went to an event and, and we're like, hey, I think, you know, Colorado allowed the home grow caregiver model. So we're like, this will work and we need some people there. Um, they changed the laws there. You couldn't do that. Um, we decided that Los Angeles and, and well, California, but Los Angeles in particular, uh, because you could go start a nonprofit, right? And grow six plants for every patient that was part of your nonprofit. It was really the only place at that time and really the only place other than Oklahoma recently where you could start a cannabis business without a couple million dollars. Yeah, I remember when Colorado went legal, it was like a big deal and people were going out there and like California was like medical, but people like kind of were not giving a fuck at that time, but still cautious because there were still raids. But it was just like, you know, where are you going to go? And then all of a sudden, like Washington pulls up. They're like, hey, what about us in Oregon and Alaska? And They beat us too at California, beat us here in California. Uh, Colorado and Washington the same year, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it just started us. just like fucking yeah. snowballing everyone now. Like more than half the country is yeah. like wrecked medical. 24th state today, Ohio. Ohio. Ohio, uh, don't use 24th. So That's crazy. We're almost at half. Almost, almost at half. But now uh, I think that you can basically count D.C., I believe, as as adult use so it's, it's just it's everywhere yeah. it's just gonna uh, what do you think reschedule deschedule take we, it off the schedule we don't want reschedule reschedule is bullshit uh we want deschedule because the reality of it is rescheduling is moving it from a one to, to a two or three or correct or four or five or five but and deschedule just it take it be, off right like hemp like what happened to hemp right thca the farm bill descheduled it that's what we want is that crazy yeah Wow. And now people are selling THCA all across. It's all THCA. Everything. It's all THCA to put the lighter to it. It's great <laughs> shit. You know, literally, they, they legalize pot. That, that If you, you know, of course, there's going to be attorneys and academics who will argue this with me, but they legalize pot in the farm bill when they did that. Now, they can change it, and they probably will, because it's just gotten, it's gotten insane with all the different derivatives they've been making. Uh, yeah, people are selling weed HHC now. THC and THCO and, and, and really just selling THCV, weed. THC, yeah. whatever, Elemental P. Elemental uh, P. It's, it's just crazy. So you guys are in Colorado, yep. uh, in Netherlands, yep. growing, yep. getting genetics. And when yep. do you guys decide to keep moving west? 
Uh, it was, we got there in 10, so it was, we, I remember our first weekend in California, we watched the fireworks from the lighthouse in Long Beach. From okay, the Long Beach yeah, yeah, yeah. We moved into, uh, we moved into North Long Why'd Beach. Why'd you come to Cali? Uh, chasing be, the weed dream? Yeah, chasing the weed dream. What was your goal? What were the beard, well, you guys weren't beard bros then, were you no, guys? No, we were not beard bros. Just a couple guys wanting to grow weed. Our first grow was a uh, mother-in-law's suite in a backyard in Garden Grove. <laughs> so you, so you've been growing weed. You like most of your life, you've always had weed that you're growing. What do you? Is it like certain genetics that you grow, or are you just whatever you get? Are you? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't have. There's, I don't have any particular genetics we've made. We've never, never got into the genetic yeah, game. But wait. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. You were growing. Did you look for certain things to grow, or were you like, whatever seeds I get, I'm growing? Oh, no, you're always looking for stuff. Yeah. You're always looking for trends. You can't just grow anything. I mean, obviously, growing up on the East Coast, for me, OG was the Holy Grail, right? Yeah. So that was cause, because we couldn't get it, because it wasn't common. Right. Right, on, on, on the East Coast. It's, still, it's not common right um, now on the West no, Coast, bro. What the fuck? Either, so, <laughs> you know, but I grew, I grew up, we grew up with the Sour Diesels, the Northern Lights, the, you know, the OGs yeah. as far as the, the White Widows. The White Widows. Um, the, the Jacks. The yeah. Jacks been around for a while as well. So The um, Chem Dogs. But I mean, here, I mean, back in the day, we were we were growing. We were in the San Fernando Valley. We were growing. The A1A. You know, yeah, OG. Pop, popping seeds from everybody we got. I mean, I remember OG Rascal getting yeah. seeds from Rascal growing Wi-Fi out. Uh, we had a, a white. Uh, what did we have from him? He crossed the white and Skywalkers. We had a white. Oh, no, he crossed white fire and Skywalkers. We had a white. White sky, fire. White Skywalker fire. Oh, I don't know. Fire water. Yeah. So. so you were just uh, growing genetics in Cali, and uh, just what was the goal? Were you guys like we're gonna have a, a we just we just are growing weed and living life? Yeah, what? so we got here in, in eleven, <laughs> and uh, we, we we were just you know uh, I, I was harassing Mickey Martin online to sell his edibles, and um, finally I think around twelve or thirteen is when Mickey said fine come up here and meet me and I'll give you some edibles. And if you can sell them, I'll give you more. Like, you know, that's how Mickey was. So we did that in the, the beer bros. So you just reached out. You're like, Hey, out. I like your product. Let me help you sell it in, in the South in SoCal. Yeah. Well, we were a fan of his cause we watched him like when Richard Lee was getting, I rated. got a Mickey Martin award. Did you? Yeah. When right. he had his Mickey, Mickey award. I got I a fuck it. Mickey award. I love it. I forgot what it was for, but we, I, got I don't one. know if I got one. I got memed by him though. So I'm, yeah. I'm good with that. But uh, no, we, um, so, so 12, 13, we decided to brand ourselves as Beard Bros. Shortly after that, I met you, uh, and we were heading to, uh, you introduced us to Headroom Gallery. Which okay. Then, which then got us into, we probably met you 13, 14. Uh -huh. We went to the Black Darby and Headroom Gallery. Okay. And then Secret Sesh spawned out of that. Uh -huh. So, I mean, you saw us back then. We were guys with pounds on the on the Yeah, tables. yeah, you, I, when I, I met you, you were just. I remember being next to, to, to West Coast Cure and Payaso Boys. At the, at Wait, the, so, in, in so let me, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go back a little bit. Okay, okay, this is this is crucial right here. Hold on. What you just said, what you kind of sped by. So I met you because Mickey, Mickey Martin, Martin, you know, the cannabis culture. I just, you know, started pulling up because I started the podcast mm -hmm. in 2009. 
So I'm doing so. You come and drop it off. We exchange information. I tell you about you, the secret. You, you say come come check out my podcast. I do it at this place called Headroom Gallery. Headroom Gallery, Gallery which was like a secret hash bar way and back I, then. And I'm that, from the East Coast. So I'm like, what? Yeah. A weed speakeasy. This so is I, cool. So you come there, and then yep. from there you just kind of start networking, yep. and then from there spawn the secret sesh. Yep. And you had a booth at the secret sesh, yep. and you were there with when West from just the be- yeah from the beginning when when most of the yeah. Brands just started from oh, yeah. what they yeah. were, which Canada's was the brothers and us and uh, uh, West, Waxcos. Remember Waxcos? Yeah, I saw him recently. I did too. At I one saw of these him for events. First time in forever. I'm yeah, yeah. Trip. I forgot. I think lady it was like Lady. I think it was Lady. Yeah, yeah, there. yeah. Um, so no, that whole thing. I mean, and I'll be so, honest with you. That's that's I, that's. I didn't realize what I was into at that time. We just we. I, I say this a lot. We were in the right place at the right time, and we we just fell into that real like. Teen Valley cannabis culture, which is really rich when you think back on it. Man, the amount of brands and the people. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about all this shit. <laughs> there was so much going on back then. Uh, but here I was, just some dude from the East Coast that yeah. was trying to meet people. Yeah, you know, Matt Gino from Speedweed there. Yeah. Uh, at there. But even, that was I mean, a spot. We, we even you know, did events. We had Slink Johnson do one of our events. Nice. And, um, you know, come Love out. Slink. Yeah. He's and the, that place was popping. Dana Leifert, the, comer, the comic. Uh-huh. Used to do comedy shows. About, uh, Headroom Gallery. At Headroom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that place, for me coming from the East Coast, having a place where you could go rent a rig and do dabs. And <laughs> there was podcasts and, 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 comedy and comics. Was, yeah, and we did uh, the, the gallery games where we had yes. cash competitions yes. where we'd have two brands go head to head and the people would vote on the best one. I remember that. Yeah, good that shit. was damn. We did a lot. That was a that was a good good, good culture. Doing events before people knew events were cool. Yeah, yeah. We were we were doing we were making shit happen. I'd bring a speaker and a microphone, and I would announce, and just we would just create it because there was nothing like that happening. So we just we, made we, it happen. We enjoyed having a spot that we could we could get high in and have fun. Oh, well, a spot where we all could kick it, where we yeah. could all hang out, a thug mansion. So, yeah, there's no place that I'd rather be. Anyways, uh, so I mean, LA through that scene, you know, when we just build a reputation as cultivators because we grew a good flower. Yeah. And then how did you get into the whole media thing? And like, you have a newsletter, you have a website, you post all sorts of articles, you write articles, you've been featured on a lot of uh, publications. I mean, did you, were you always into like news and info and helping and not like, what made you start this whole we're just gonna let you guys know what's going on in the world weed world um, no we were not always into it it's not anything that jeff and i did when we were younger or in school or in college or any of that um it started out because they kept deleting our accounts right and so tell me about it in like 14 15 our accounts are getting deleted um and so it was you know we, we had to create backup accounts and all this stuff uh and leading into the vote for prop 64 we were trying to figure out how to get our own license and we knew all the growers because that's what it before 15 or 16 it was us and we knew a lot of growers and and patients it wasn't that the other news agencies or the big companies were paying attention to us we just knew local growers and stuff from around here so we would find information because we ourselves were trying to get a license and we would publish the information we found on our on our um on our instagram page just at first um and of course we were involved with mickey who was always involved with all of the the different regulations and the votes and the things going politics on. and um but so we just at 16 we got known for aggregating or curating other people's news and by 18, we had had enough of being deleted, so we started a website. Uh, because I can't delete our website. Can't delete me in real life. Can't delete my website. 
Um, and uh, we started a newsletter because that was the, if we did get delete on social media, we'd have everybody's email and we could send them the new social media. Right. It was literally that simple. Um, as far as getting heavier into the news, we recognized that Los Angeles wasn't going to give us a cultivation license. And really right up until the very time when they started issuing licenses, we didn't even think we'd get a license, period. And so our, our thought was simply, how do we stay in people's minds every day when we might not have product on the shelf? I mean, back in the day, we had a delivery that had 80 products on it and 80 of them were ours. You know, we had our flower and every flower had a pre-roll and every flower had a concentrate by Hungry Monkey or Nature's Lab. Uh, you know, we had blunts by Budfather. We I love mean, Nature's Lab. Yeah, we, we had, love Budfather. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah. so, I mean, we had all these products at our at our delivery for years. So, um, so the, the media part really spawned out of just wanting to stay on people's Instagram page without having a product to talk about. <laughs> well, I just, we got to do something. But yeah, uh, and now you guys like write articles, you showcase articles, you uh, are featured on a bunch of platforms. Yeah. See so you guys just built it up. What we started when we started to get into the media, we recognized the ability you had to to influence things in a way that we'd want, right? So, for instance, Prop sixty four. The industry knew it wasn't good, but the soccer moms wanted to buy a vape pen at Seven Eleven, so they thought it was great. So they voted yes, and the majority of the people voted yes. Um, so now it's it's nice to have. Um, I, I kind of feel like I fulfilled a little prophecy from Mickey, maybe taking up a little bit of space. I'm not as good as he is or was, and and but I've taken up a little bit of space to get people thinking like he used to. Yeah. You got merch now. You guys got yeah. these taglines that you guys be selling. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's good to see like the whole evolution. It's it's uh, from Pennsylvania getting into plants. What got you? You don't know what got you into plants? You just. I, I don't. I just liked him, and I, maybe that first job I got with my dad's my dad's friend, and I ended up liking. Got you into yeah, it. That's where you got I mean, the passion. Fifteen years old, and it was just neat working in a greenhouse. We doing like like living soil and no, like they earthworms were, they, and no, they were growing um, annuals. So we would get uh, different types of flowers in pansies, petunias. Uh, we would do uh, neat things like for Christmas cactuses and Easter lilies, so seasonal. So you'd plants. make little like little baskets. We would uh, we would have we did have baskets of impatience hanging, but no, you would what we would do is we would get in trays of little teeny tiny ones, or we plant the seeds ourselves, and then we'd have to plant them up a few times. So it was it was really just uh, learning the different types of plants, planting them up from side to size, making sure they were watered correctly. I mean, it's all the things. Did I'd that do. help you uh, grow cannabis? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like the fundamentals. Yeah, and, I mean, I had them down before I was even 18. Like I was 15 and 16, learning how to take care of plants. And you're like, yo, I, I know what we can do with weed, bro. It's what got me. Yeah, well, and I, I mean, let's face it too. If you can, you know, especially when you're a teenager, weed's expensive. So if you can grow it, that's even better. What's your favorite like flavor? What's your favorite weed? You know, again, coming from the East Coast, I, I'm a, I like savory pot. If it's too sweet, I can smoke it, but it's not something I'm going to pick up What's every savory, day. What's savory, like GMO? Uh, I, I, like the, I actually like the GMOs. I like the garlics. But say, I would consider um, an OG a savory, too. Anything that's not a sweet flavor like that is what I consider savory. So, okay. Um, I like the OGs. I, I, I feel like, like OGs like more like, like a gassy, like... Uh... Yeah, I mean, you, I would give it a gas, but I would still give that more on the save, more on the not sweet. I guess, I guess if I'm saying savory is like not sweet or sweet. So okay. I like the fruity ones, but they can't be too fruity. You know, the, uh, Tangy came out big rage. I liked it, but I couldn't smoke it on a regular. Like strawberry banana. Some of those are. I like some of those though. Some of those, if they're not too strong. Skittles. Uh, I like the Skittles too. Yeah, but just not. Um, I don't know. I, I guess maybe I like the hybrids more. 
like the OKZ and stuff we were, we were looking All at. All right. I know we went to uh, Apothecary and you just got OGs. What OGs you got? <laughs> I, know, I know we got you the Crown OG. I know you got uh, the Apothecary, that uh, Blueberry, Blueberry OG. Is that what you're rolling up? up yeah. How was, was that? That's, good. That's an award-winning Crown OG. And then uh, I know you got that Burning, Burning Ropes, Ropes. That, that, that big brand. What What is this? You got your own products as well? Yeah, that's uh, that's what we have coming up. So we are, uh, we were known for, for making RSO before um, legalization came along and because we couldn't cultivate, that was kind of the product we moved to um, to keep our brand in dispensaries was, was making RSO. Um, and over the last few years, uh, talking with friends of mine, uh, I'm getting into my 50s and everybody calls me for weed advice. Um, and when people do call me, if I recommend edibles to people, I've found that most people have a really low tolerance for edibles, like 2.5 to 20 milligrams is like most people's yeah, dose. The five milligram dosage is a lot. And I'm it, like, what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So with, with an RSO, a standard RSO, whether you have it in a syringe or even an applicator, um, it's very hard to get less than about a 25, 30, 40 milligram dose. Um, so we just realized the next evolution for us was to take the same RSO product we had and put it into a tincture product so that people could dose it down to a two and a half or a five or a 10 milligram dose. And so we, we, we're going to be coming out. We're going to have it exclusively available in Catalyst until January 1st. Nice. It should be out in about two weeks. Yeah, We're going to launch it in Catalyst, um, and then we'll have it out for the, uh, for the public uh, and other shops. Uh, starting in January. Nice. But, but we're going to replicate what we did with the RSO. We got a high CBD, a high THC, and then we added in a nighttime. But RSO fucks you up. <laughs> you talk about low doses, like like a little rice grain of RSO will annihilate you for the well, night. That little rice grain is like 20, 30, 40 milligrams, depending on the on the product. Yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. Yeah. RSO is intense. Yeah. I rub so, that all over my knees when I ran the marathon. It, it works. That's what it was originally designed for, was a topical. Yeah. I, I uh, put it on my knees. And then I taped it, and then I stood in front of a space heater and let it melt into okay. my into my knees, and then it's like a patch. I did it. You patched yourself. Yeah, I gave myself a, a high dose topical <laughs> on my knees <laughs> to make sure they were numb for the run. But um, yeah, we uh, got products here. Tinctures are coming out in California. We've got uh, RSO available through our partners in Massachusetts. Craft uh, uh, Ideal Craft Cannabis. And your main consumption is joints or edibles? I'm a joints guy. I mean, no, well, I, should, I mean, I smoke during the day, but I eat edibles every night. Every night you every eat night. edibles, and every day you smoke joints. Every day I smoke joints. Every night I eat edibles. What? How's your tolerance? Um, you know, it's good. I don't. Um, I, I don't wake right up, and so I don't wake up. And are smoke. you like a hundred milligrams eater? Or are you like a fifty? I am anywhere from twenty to one hundred and fifty, depending on the. Bro, level. that's so much difference. <laughs> twenty to one hundred and fifty. <laughs> That is that is like such a wide range. I don't I don't get too, I don't get into too much range <laughs> until I get to about two hundred. I would say, then it starts to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Do you uh, consume content? Do you watch like TV or I do. apps, streaming um, apps? I spend a lot of time taking care of our social media platform. But no, I do. When I if I'm watching something, what do you do like like free time? Like what are you watching time? or uh, free time? I'm I'm probably watching some type of a. Um, an educational program, either uh, something history, something like documentary. Animal, or... document, I'm a documentary guy. Okay. I don't get it. I, you know, I, I, I've watched sitcoms in the past, but I'm just if I'm gonna watch it, I feel like I need to be you like information. I need to be. I need to be enlightening myself. Okay. There are times I just want to watch something to watch it, but it's you know usually I'm trying to watch something to enlighten myself. Okay. I uh, see. I watch like weird shit. <laughs> Not that. So what is so? All right. 
Here I am. I'm Bill Levers. I got the the Cannabis Brothers brand. I'm you know out here posting information. I see you at so many weed events as well. Like, what is like a regular day for you? Um, you know, uh, start. Well, it's funny that a lot of our content's consumed by the East Coast. So when I wake up at six, all I can think of is, oh my God, it's already, I'm late. It's already nine o'clock. I'm late. So, um, or wake up early, get all the social media out. Cause I always like to have it. I like to have the social media out so it can be consumed and it's like working for me, so to speak. Um, so, um, we, are you, are you like, do you wake up and consume immediately? I don't, I don't. You wait till like, I'm usually an after lunch kind of guy. Okay. Honestly, I like to make sure I got all my T's crossed and my eyes dotted. Okay. Um, but usually by after lunch, it's probably uh, some kind of a... I, I like to hit... Um, I've been getting into the live, or actually cured resin pens. You know, because yes. you can consume them easy. You don't have to smoke the whole thing down. You yeah. Can get, you can get kind of high and go back to work. Yeah, functional. Yeah, so I, I've been liking those a lot. Um, Microdose mushrooms, microdose, microdose THC. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, st- stuff like BizCon, we've been going for a, a decade. You know, so we got BizCon coming up. I think this week there's... I like I got, how you just called it BizCon because I took the MJ out of that shit a long time ago as well because ain't none of that shit in it. They don't. They do not allow you to consume it. <laughs> it, is, it is funny. But, um, but uh, so we're... We got that coming up. I mean, this week there's a uh, there's a couple in LA. It's it's hard to not it's hard to not have two events a day to go to. To be perfectly honest, there's a lot of shit going on. Um, somebody somebody I know is coming into town this week. They're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh my god, Thursday there's at least one event. Friday there's two events. Saturday there's two events. Sunday there's two. I mean, so it's just nonstop. And but that's the beauty of Los Angeles. It really is. You you know. Leading up to COVID, we were all sick all the events, right? It's like, oh, my God, another event. But then COVID made us recognize there's a lot that goes on at these events. The actual personal interaction and the networking. It's a you lot. can't replace that shit on a Google Meet. So, It's a lot. Yeah. Do You uh, you smoke a lot of weed. You get cotton mouth? What's <laughs> your cure for mouth. cotton mouth? What's your go-to? Uh, I don't know if I have a go-to for it. I, uh, Are you I, like, a, like a liquid or like a candy? Oh no, definitely liquid. Like um, a water? Yeah, water. I'm more into water. You know, back in the day, living in the south, it was sweet tea, but sweet tea gave me too many carbs and too many uh, okay, too many kidney stones. Okay. So I got away from the sweet tea. Okay. Uh, all right, listen. We on a road trip. We drive into a weed event that's like three hours away. We pull over to some like liquor store. Where are we? What are we getting? What's your snacks? My snacks? Yeah. What are you getting for the road trip? What are we eating? What do you go to? Uh, Basic Lay's potato chips? No, no. (laughs) Actually, I don't mind some Lay's, but uh, no. I would say uh, I'm a a Snickers kind of guy. I like a little Snickers bar, some beef jerky. Beef jerky is good, too. I like to get the little country local beef jerky kind, not the standard Slim Jim. Is it the sealed jerky from local, or are you getting that slab that's exposed and you pull it out yourself? No, I'll pass on the pull it out yourself. Okay. You want the ones that are sealed? No one touched this one. Okay. Jerky and Snickers. And yeah. some water. And some water. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, not, not a very fun ride. No, that's, no, that's, everyone, you can't be, you can't talk shit on what someone eats. That's fine. That's whatever, dude. Uh, uh, if you had any superpower, what would it be, dude? A superpower? Yeah. Uh, be invisible. Okay. Just like instant, like, I'm gone. Boop. Yeah. Invisible is good. Invisibility's fun. You get peace. You get yeah. peace and quiet. Uh, if you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, anybody, dead or alive, any person you know or character, wow. whatever, 
Jim Morrison. Ooh. Number one. That's a good one. I hadn't given this one much thought before. Listen. Morrison came right out. Uh, that's, that'd be inter- interesting. A lot of drugs. <coughs> Somebody that was around when the Constitution was done, like a John Adams <laughs> or a George Washington. Okay. One of our founding sick. fathers. Yeah, founding father. And then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm lost now. Uh, Jim Morrison, a founding, founding father, father, George Washington, uh, or John Adams, or... Okay. Steve Irwin. Ooh. Crocodile Hunter. Let's get wow, him Wow, that'd be it. <laughs> Steve Irwin, that would be exciting. We'd be having a really cool party. We'd all be smoking joints. It'd be fun. Yeah. Get high, chill out, talk music and nature and life. And you'd be, yeah, that'd be exciting, dude. That's a, that's an interesting triple combo right there, dude. Look, what a table. People are saying in chat they want to join, dude. They want to join, dude. Um, look, I'm going to come to chat. Actually, we're live streaming this right now. Chat, if you got any questions for Bill, uh, start putting them in chat. I'm going to come to you guys and get to chat. But before I get to that, uh, do you play games? Are you, like, competitive? Do you do any, like... Do you play cards or board games? I know you said you had a son. Do you guys play like app? You play video games or anything? My son plays a lot of video games. I do not. No. What about like you said I you're from the, like the late 1900s? Uh, you play board games? Totally. Uh, my my grandma brought me up playing board games. But if the game, uh, I had to pull one for you. I I used to back in the day before anybody knew who Beer Bros was, and I needed to take a few days off. I would go to Vegas and just disappear and play Texas Hold'em. Oh, I cards. would go play Texas Hold'em for fucking days on end. Well, you know what I said? I said, I wish uh, Vegas had Connect Four. I know, I know you do. Because if they had Connect Four, that'd be my Are game all day. And, yeah. You yeah. and I never played. I think this week. No, good. we never played. Uh, you could just bring the game right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it, dude. See, Boom. I grew up. Uh, my grandma was big on, Thank you, on, Eric. on board games. Oh, yeah? Did you guys ever play Connect Four? We did. So yeah. yeah? Are you good? No, I haven't played it in years. I feel like you're hustling me right now. No, I don't think so. What? I know you don't lose, though. When was the last time you played? So what color are you? Uh, Jesus. I don't know. Probably it looks like you, you at some event like eight years ago. <laughs> this is probably the last time I played. I didn't play this eight years ago. I recently no? found this right. during COVID. And I, I, th- I thought you've been playing it for a while. No, dude. I, I randomly found out that okay. I was good at this during COVID, okay. and I just been killing right. it ever since, no, dude. Shit, it's been a long time. You want to go first or you want me to go first? It don't matter. Uh, I have right. no strategy. I got I got some questions in chat. Here, let me fix that. My bad. You went right here, right? Yep. I got some questions in chat while we play. Is that okay that I answer them? I don't want to distract you or anything. But... Oh, no, you're good. All right. Uh, let me see what they got. Oh, someone said, when did you start growing your beard? So, uh, almost always had a beard, even from when I was really young. When I was... Uh, when I was 18, I could buy beer because I had a beard at 18. Uh, oh. As far as growing it out like this, uh, I stopped getting it trimmed during COVID because nobody would touch it. They wouldn't cut it because it was on your face. So a couple years to get this. That's crazy. They wouldn't. They could, well, you couldn't get your hair cut even. They certainly weren't going to cut your mouth, right? Nobody's going to trim around your beard. Yeah, have but a mask on. you didn't have a beard <laughs> since before. Like You were just like a little short beard. You didn't have a big no, beard. No, it was beard. It was big, you but you're, I you're beard, bro. Your brother yeah. has, a, has oh, yeah. a nice, uh, exciting beard, too. He does. He's, he doesn't cut his at all, ever. 
No, and he just has like the bottom, not the mustache part, right? Uh, yes. What? His mustache doesn't connect. I've been blessed with the connecting mustache. Oh my god, what am I doing right now? I'm not paying attention, but like, you know, I lost a lot of these uh, recent games. I've been, mm -hmm. I haven't been that good recently, dude. I've been <laughs> I fucking thought you up. didn't lose. Huh? I thought you didn't lose. I don't usually, I but have you know. Zero strategy, too, by the way. Shit changes, dude. Shit changes. And I don't know what's gonna happen. See? Look it. Oh my god, what am I gonna do, dude? I don't know. What are you gonna do? I got a couple places to go. I'm nervous, dude. Where should I go? I'll go right here. I'm gonna go right here. I like the music right now. I'm gonna go right here. I'm go, gonna go right here. Go wherever you want, sir. Where am I going? Let me see. I think I fucked up. Uh, maybe not. I think I fucked up, dude. Um, what's your Taco Bell order? Do you go to Taco Bell? What's my Taco Bell order? Yeah, do you, uh, well, you go to Taco uh, Bell still? I like, yeah, I'll, I'll go there. Uh, Mexican pizza when they got it. Those are pretty it's good. It's there right now. Yeah, and uh, I am a hard taco supreme kind of guy. Hard taco supreme. Yeah. Okay. That's with like the sour cream and like tomatoes yeah. and all that, right? Yep. Oh my God, I'm so nervous right now, dude. Uh, what are you watching? What's the last good show you've seen? I've been watching all those barbarian shows on uh, Netflix lately. Um, I forget which one I was just watched last. There was one of those Northman shows or something. Like the Viking stuff? Yeah, Viking type stuff. Have you seen The Last Kingdom on Netflix? That, that, was, one, I, that was one of the last ones I watched. That was a good one. You like that one? Yeah. It was a pretty good show. Oh my god, what am I doing right now, dude? You're like on the offense, like hard right now. I'm so nervous, dude. Okay. Uh what else are they saying, dude? What else are they saying? Uh they said Snickers, good choice, solid munchies, great pick, dude. They respect that shit. Oh, they said that what a table too with the triple the triple dinner. They said they love that dude. What um so say I'm trying to picture fuck through and I don't run around with the giant. Oh, dude, I would I kill it, dude. Um, boom, 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 bam. Okay, let me focus now. You ready? I did. You went right I here. I dropped in up there. Yeah, yeah, that was a good move. Good move, dude. Yeah, I was I had to start looking for you. Uh, so where can people find you? What What are you up to? Uh, let's see. They can find us first and foremost at beerbrosfarms.com. Farms with a ph. Ooh. And uh, Beer Bros Farms Instagram as well. Um, I'll tell you what's been popping, man. LinkedIn. Is oh, popping. yeah. I was telling you this the other day when I saw you. LinkedIn is, is popping as far as cannabis goes. Um, the only thing I can figure is, is because it's supposed to be for adults who have careers, they don't worry about censorship. Uh, very rarely do I have anything deleted off LinkedIn. Uh, oh, what? That's interesting. I have a LinkedIn, but I never utilize it. I know, I think I put this out and I couldn't find you. Bro, you are so focused on this game right now, dude. You really want to win. I'm you really got want to beat me because you want the talking rights because you know how <laughs> fucking amazing I am in this God, game. Well, I don't have anything that's going to really help me. That's what I'm... I mean, uh, you know, you got to... See, you're making me nervous, dude. <laughs> it's let, that wild let, card. I haven't played it. Let me stall it, it real so quick. Long. Bam. Okay. Oh, hold on. All right. Well, I got it. Now I have to go there. Yeah. 
Let's go, dude. Then you're gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna stop all that. Okay. I had a bad start. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's boom, 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 oh, boom, bam. A lot of people are talking about how epic your beard is. Where'd you well, go? Right there. I did go right there. All right. Um, I will go right here, dude. Are you gonna win right uh, now? No, not yet. But I'm setting up for it okay. because that's the point of this game, dude. But I'm super nervous. I don't know why. I feel like math. My math is off right now. Cause, see, what you don't know is I took a couple dabs before the show started, and I never do that. And last uh, time I took a couple dabs on during the show. Uh -huh. And I got my MJ Arsenal here. I got the Cobra Coil. It's ready to go. While Dad got that big boy drove, just dump it in, ready to go. And uh, I fucking dabbed and I lost, dude. Uh oh. So I, I got these like like jitters right now. What? It's a serious game, dude. Yeah, we got there. I can go there. You can go there. I can go there. Yeah, I got that. I can go there. I can go there. Great move. Uh, I don't know if it was, but I just want to give you encouragement. Uh, I'll go here. All right. Let's go. Oh my God, dude. Listen, I'm chilling with uh, Bill of Beard Bros. Uh, been out here for a minute, part of the cannabis community, dude. Been growing. Uh, you know, moved, made his way to the West Coast, the best coast, because he knows where the culture is at. Oh, please. <sighs> Stop, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous right now, dude. I'm forgetting my thought. All right, if I go there. Let me go here. Just want to make sure you're not going to win. Okay. I think that's... I think that's game. You think so? Oh, my God, dude. Uh, PB, let's go, dude. Listen, what are your favorite uh, grilled cheese toppings? Do you uh, like grilled cheese? Yeah, yeah. Uh, favorite grilled cheese toppings. Do you add anything to your grilled cheese? Uh... <laughs> Uh, I actually like uh, I like bacon as a topping there, but this might sound Bacon's crazy. I like one. I like mayonnaise on a grilled cheese. Yeah, I know people that use okay. mayonnaise. I was hoping on that wasn't too crazy. No, no, that's just like on the bread. That's not like an added. You know what I had recently? That was super delicious. Oh my god, are you gonna beat me right now? You just beat me, huh? I fucked up. <laughs> Did I fuck up? I don't know. I fucked up. You we'll just see, see, I got distracted. I got distracted, dude. You just beat me. Possibly. Bro, I didn't even see. Look at Bill was so focused. I'm out here trying to have a show going on. He just beat me, dude. Oh, I did. Cause you got to block, and then I win if you block. Yeah, you just beat me. I was I about to, see. I was about to beat you right here. You were about I, I was to. about to beat you a whole I, different way. I was looking way. over there, but I knew I couldn't do that because see, if look, I go here, then they'll let you in. I go so there. I couldn't, there, I couldn't do that. Next move, I, I was going to win regardless I, oh, of where I, I went. You had two. You had two. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you would have yeah, got yeah. me. I would have beat you next yeah. move. See, I was I didn't even see what you were doing over here, dude. What is I'm I'm fucking bro. <laughs> I knew it. See, I sold myself out, bro. I sold myself out, dude. I sold myself out. We have to go there. I it shouldn't is. have even said anything. Just he probably seen... wouldn't have even seen it. Oh no, it. I saw that. Probably wouldn't have even seen it, dude. I saw it. Show's over. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done, dude. How did that happen?
because I was about to beat you because all I had to do was go here, there, I there. I didn't even see it. See, I, I saw you building here, but I was like, ah, whatever. Ain't nothing going to happen because I was, I got this four right here too. See that? I had that. I had this. I had this. I had this. I had it I'm all not set lie. up. I was only putting over here not even thinking about the four up. I just had to get up here I is what up. I knew. See, I should have paid attention. I was just attention. trying to build this up. I should have went. And I, I knew I couldn't go there. I should have went here when I had the chance. I fucked it all up, dude. I fucked it all up, dude. I fucked it all up. Yep, because then I wouldn't have the double. <sighs> Beard Bros Farm. Bill in the building. Just beat me and connect for dude. I gotta stop doing this shit. I'm, I gotta stop, dude. What is wrong with me? I gotta I gotta play more. I gotta play more, dude. What the fuck? Good game. No, he beat me fair and square, dog. I'm just upset at myself. I'm not a sore loser. I'm just, I'm just upset at myself. <laughs> what's it? What's coming up for Beard Bros, dude? What's in the future for Bill? Coming and, up, Beard Bros. Jeff and the Beard Bros. Uh, Beard Bro Farm. Tincture Lodge, California. We are have another state that we uh, are going to be working the logistics out to get into another state. Um, looking at some other countries, so. Uh, the bottom product expansion uh, while continuing to develop the, the media source uh, into something that the industry can trust on. And, you know, we, we realized that we got a lot of industry support because we're able to take cannabis news stories and put a spin of an operator on it. And a lot of these people that write the stories, other stories are not operators. So we bring a unique perspective to it. So it's going to be expanding the media, expanding the products, and uh, getting more beer bros out there. Yeah. Listen, we I feel like we just kind of like skipped along on a lot of subjects and just got to know who Bill is and how we got in the industry. And you are a real smoker. You've been a part of it. You ain't just coming in here and just like capitalizing on it. You've been a part of it before the legalization days. Been growing all over the country. What four states? Yeah. <laughs> on your own. Yeah, on my own. I've, I've uh, several, several more consulting. With, yeah. No, consulting. Besides consulting, aren't uh, you like a multi-state brand operator or some we, shit? We are a multi-state brand. Look, what? We're, we're educating people on the difference between MSO and MSB. Did little, did little Bill ever think he'd be doing this shit right now? No, no, not at all. Uh, I mean, I didn't even think I'd be living in Los Angeles. You're like, I'm just gonna be a landscaper. I'm, I'm cutting grass. I'm, I'm living in Florida. You know, raising kids. So. Listen, I seen some crazy ass show on one of these like home improvement channels. These like backyard pool masters, right. and they're in Florida, and he creates these like crazy ass fucking like backyard dreamscapes. Right. Is that what you do, but for lawns? I, I, I was doing that for lawns. I would. I, it was. It was really more so maintenance than land than actual okay. landscape installation. What, but I did do customers yards. What about my business idea, dude? Um, I like it. We actually were gonna. We were thought about doing that with microgreens. But what happened? Ago. What's that? With the with the whole fucking like like the pool service, but for pool plants. service run. The the problem is, I still think the problem is you can't. It's not automated enough for what. It would be it would cost too much to have somebody come to your house that much and it wouldn't I, I don't know there's just there's a gap in it where it's not working and i really think it's i don't know exactly what it is but we've been pitched on several of these systems that um i feel it that, I get it. that do it themselves beard bro farms with a ph beardbrofarms.com beard both beard bros damn say that beard bros farms beard bros beard bros farms beard bros farms beard bros can you say it five times fast <laughs> uh i probably could 
Try, Ken, Beard Bros Farms, five times fast. Beard Bros Farms. Beard Bros Farms. Beard Bros Farms. Five times. Beard Bros Farms. One more. All right, ready? Take a breath. Beard Bros Farms. Beard Bros Farms. Beard Bros Farms. Beard Bros Farms. <laughs> All right, you got Not it. You, you got it. Beard Bros Farms. That's like a that's like a Sally sells seashells on the seashore. Listen, dude. It's been great. I learned a lot. It's been, been fun. Good. I appreciate you having me out. My mood kind of changed after you beat me in Connect Four. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, it's I should have okay. thrown the game. No, no, no. I, I thought I had it all set up. I was like in my head anyway. I, I told you from the beginning, like, I have a bad feeling. Something's not right here. This doesn't feel right. And I was right because I took an L. But, you know, you had the strat. You said you played a lot and you fucking proved it. As a kid. Listen, you're still a kid at heart. You're still a kid at heart, right? (laughs) Of course. uh, How old we actually are and how old we feel, I think, are totally different. I do, and that's uh, that's why the UCLA thing was super cool. I love getting around them young kids. What do you mean? You. I went to see you guys speak at UCLA. I love it. Oh yeah. And I love getting around those college kids. We started talking when Maha started that class. Yeah, it was crazy. At 18, we would go and speak to them on on a monthly basis. It was cool. That's. I would have never thought that I would be speaking at a. University of California, you know, UCLA about cannabis content and, you know, the the role it plays in cannabis and the Gen Z, what they can look for in a job for that type of in this in our industry it's like what california's progressive college is great uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, i mean i, I when we went and spoke with them too i felt the same way uh, where'd you do in the class or in that building yeah, so when maha started that class they would have monthly meetings and we would come speak during their monthly meetings back in at, 18 19 on not, campus yeah on campus not at ackerman it wasn't a, bro that's why i was, that was tripping that was, was like, the first where like the college said take this hall and dude the weed brands were set up they had yeah. tables it was you like know, a job fair. And, and, uh, it, and Zotics. It and... felt like a job fair yeah. for yeah. cannabis. It was super and cool. A bunch of brands were there showing their opportunities of what you can do yeah. uh, work-wise with yeah. them and what they... And we were speaking. They had a grow panel, like, you know, cannabis, whatever. And then we were up there speaking about uh, cannabis content. I mean, for people like us that have been, you know, somewhat persecuted by mainstream and the police, it's it's kind of neat to be accepted. And, and now you're talking and teaching young kids. It's a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. And now I, I can say I spoke at UCLA about cannabis content. That's cool. After getting deleted so many times. Can't delete me in real life. <laughs> Bill, listen, we could talk for hours, but we try to keep it at a minimum here because, you know, there's a lot out there. There is. We got any shout out to everyone still tuned in. Appreciate all y'all hanging out with us, everyone listening. Beard Bros Farms, uh, anything, any final words, anything you want to, uh, did we miss anything? Uh, any words of advice to anyone trying to get into the space, growing or media? Words of advice: You have got to take your own path. Um, say it, yeah. Say to, it with yeah, yeah. To, you got to take your own path. Stick to what you feel is the right thing to do, and don't, don't, don't follow trends and what other people are telling you. Do what you feel is right, and uh, and and find your own lane. Yeah, smoke green weed. It doesn't always have to be purple. No, I'm just I, I'm I'm all for that. <laughs> you know, I'm old school. <laughs> Bill. It's finally happened. We did it. We did. We did it. I'm, I'm happy to be here, finally. I know we could talk because, you know, that whole conspiracy of you being... What was the boy that lights the candles? What is it? An alkalite. An alkalite. <laughs> what, a, what a word, dude. Alkalites. Listen, 
there's so much more we can talk about. Maybe we can do this again in the future. It's we been can. an honor. You already know it is. I have those Adam Hill. Kentron on the keys, of course. Shout out to Eric, Adrian, of course. Uh, Travis in the building, too. Uh, Crown OG, you already know, out here keeping us high. Apothecary doing it. We Luckily, I don't have to take any dabs today at the MJ Arsenal, so we good. I was smoking big boy droves today, dude. I had that magic school bud and Skittles OG, if you were wondering. I saw you roll up the blueberry OG out at Apothecary. Uh, I've been, you know, we've been staying lit. You got the all the high flavors, dude. I uh, appreciate all y'all. You could be anywhere in the world doing whatever you want. Thank y'all for tuning in wherever you're at. Car, uh, grow room, dispensary, fucking chilling at your boy's house in the garage, in the basement. I don't give a fuck where you're at. As long as you're here, we appreciate y'all. Until next time, we'll see you guys, okay? Bye. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for hanging out on the live. We're not done though. I'm gonna keep it on. I'm gonna keep it on, dude. Appreciate you guys. Thank you guys all.